You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. All right. Shoreline Mafia type beat disingenuous. YG X Taiga type beat. Um, all right. Produced by Young Pear. That's an interesting um, name for a producer. Young Pear. I bet you he would like to work with Rick Ross one day. Hey, work with Rick Ross. Yeah. You know he a big boss, hey, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something I don't ever uh, tell anybody. For that bitch, I know I caught a body. I ain't talking about shooting nobody. I'm talking about sex. I don't even know what you're trying to say. All I'm trying to do is say that you disingenuous. Yeah, you be freaking shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just hella, yeah, hella jealousy. Fucking that bitch that I know she afraid of me. Cause she know that I make it come like six times in a row uh, At least that's what Big Sean said Can you believe that shit? I don't really believe it at all But it was on the same song as Janae I Aiko So I guess she let that shit go She let everybody believe that So it might be true, I don't know Cause all that shit sounds crazy Yeah, what the fuck does man do? I mean, maybe that's the superpower that short guys have. I think Big Sean's like my height. Let me look that up real quick. How tall is Big Sean? Oh, man. That was sad if he's taller than me. What the fuck? This man is 5'8". Yeah, that's crazy. That's I hold three inches taller than me. I really thought he was shorter. I don't know what to think right now then. Yeah. How many rappers are like taller than 5'5"? Five, five? Not many, I can tell you that right now. I think Lil Wayne's like 5'6". I know a little easy like 5'5", five, five, but like he said in his song, yeah. Wait, what What the fuck did he say? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't fucking know, fuck it. I'm just trying to flow on this beat. Yeah, this beat's so dope. Yeah, I'm loving this beat. Goddamn. God damn, yeah, you know who I am. I'm the man. I'm about to rap like logic. Yeah, Tyga, you know how he coming. Yeah, that bitch out here bussin'. So many nuts. She call herself a squirrel. Whoa, yeah, I ain't no square though. Yeah, I bet you, you don't know what he knows. Yeah, I bet you, you don't know what he knows. Fuck that bitch, we know that you a sweet oh, hey. Wait, what the fuck you mean, though? Oh, you fucking bitch. Talking all that shit. You know that I don't care, though. Whoa, whoa. We don't know what you're trying to do. What you're trying to come with. Damn. This beat you so long. I don't want to freestyle for this long. Because at this point in their rhyme, I just forget about any other bar that I can use. I don't know what else to say. All I know is that you motherfuckers think I'm done. I ain't. I ain't done. Yeah, you know that I'm about to come in with some fire. Alright, I think that's enough for that. Hello everybody and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. My name is Eladio Polanco and this is the podcast where whenever I do a solo episode, I just be talking my shit, you know, talk about things I want to talk about, maybe pop culture items, maybe shit that's happening in my life, maybe things I just want to rant on. And those are the solo episodes and if you listen to the ones with guests, Usually just those are just kind of conversations that I have with them about their life, about things about them that I find interesting and, you know, shit like that. Um, yeah, that's the, I think that's a fair enough intro for this podcast. So let's just jump straight to the shits. And um, yeah, I have to start off with some bad news or, you know, a bummer 
news. Um, Juice World has recently died. He died at 21. Uh, the causes have been told have been said to be seizures. A seizure was caused, but there's speculation of other things that might have caused the death. I'm not gonna get too much into that, but yeah, this happened uh, Sunday. What exactly Sunday? So 11, 10, 9, 8th. So Sunday, December 8th, that's when these news, this news came out. I saw, I first found out about the news when I saw somebody uh, posted on their story. And I was like confused. I'm like, what is, this? what? Because now, you know, I feel like I'm always skeptical when people on Instagram or Twitter post that somebody has passed away or some big news. Because, you know, you can't really trust a lot of the things that you see on the internet. So I was just kind of like, wait, is this true? Let me look. Cause it said RIP to juice world. I kind of couldn't believe it. I was just like, wait, what? Let me look it up. Let me make sure these people ain't making stories up. But, um, yeah, it turns out there were, it, the, the, the stories were true. Um, that, that he did pass away. Like I said, from a seizure, uh, he had just turned 21 years old a week prior and it's just very unfortunate, very sad, especially when you consider when Triple X and Lil Peep were, I think when Triple X died, Juice World um, had a song called Legends. He put out a song called Legends, where it was just kind of expressing, you know, how sad he was and like what was happening with his generation of artists. And uh, that is going to be the song I play at the end of this podcast to play to pay tribute to him. But the song's called Legends, and he pretty much kind of predicted what was going to happen with him in a very creepy way with him talking about what's the 27 Club. Nobody's making it past 21. Um, all Legends fall into making. He's been paranoid since that happened. So it's just very sad that he kind of unfortunately predicted his own demise. And, you know, this was his death. Although I wasn't too connected with him personally as an artist, I'm not really too connected with many, you know, entertainers, period. Uh, but with him, it was sort of so unexpected, like truly unexpected, you know, to me, maybe even more unexpected than uh, Juice World, maybe because he had it, it, there was not a lot of controversy surrounding Juice World. With Triple X, there was a lot of controversy. So when that happened, you know, it was such a confluence of crazy events surrounding his life that it did call me, it did catch me by surprise. But I wasn't totally, but it wasn't totally unexpected. With Juice World, there wasn't there wasn't really much controversy or anything crazy happening with his, with his life. So I think the fact that he passed away, unfortunately was even more of a shocker to me um, than any other death recently. Um, and it just got me thinking, man, like, that's, you know, if you think about Lil Peep, Triple X, and Juice World, those are three main emo rappers. And, you know, in the future, we're definitely going to look back on the history. We're going to look back in hip-hop history, and this will be a landmark moment at least, you know, 2018, 2019, like right before the new, uh, what, the new century starts, or not the new century, but when the new decade starts, um, the 2010s, like this is definitely a big 
thing that we're going to look back on uh, decades to come from now in terms of hip hop's history, how these three prominent emo rappers who were really doing a lot of interesting and groundbreaking stuff with rap, uh, how they just, you know, passed away two from popping pills uh, and one just from an unfortunate circumstance of, you know, being robbed. But still, it's just kind of crazy that this is happening. And, you know, I just wanted to talk about this, you know, to start off the episode. I'm going to move on to other, you know, lighter stuff. But, you know, this episode is dedicated to Juice World, And not just Juice World, to all the young artists that are kind of dying in succession. It's kind of crazy what is happening right now. But yeah, I just wanted to talk, touch on that really quickly. Rest in peace, Juice World. You're surely a legend. And I guess that's another topic that I'm not going to get into this episode to be respectful. But there's a lot of people talking about how if you die, that automatically makes you a legend. And I was thinking about that. And, you know, there might be some credence to that, but there's so much more when it comes to the music that was happening and what the people, you know, especially with X and Lil Peep and Juice World, what those artists meant to a lot of people. I think that's more than what makes him a legend rather than just them dying, because I think they had a very strong connection to their fan base. So I think it's kind of unfair to just say, Oh, anybody is a legend. That's not true. There's many artists that even this year have died that not a lot of people are claiming that they're a legend because, you know, there's so much more there, you know. But that's a conversation for another time. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace, Juice World. Um, you are a legend. Your music will be, you're immortalized in the music industry. You had one of the biggest songs of the decade with, um, uh, what's that song? Um, the Juice World's prominent song, I, for some reason I'm blanking, uh, song, uh, Juice World's song, Lucid Dreams, yeah, that that one, he had, he had a lot of popular songs, I mean, Bandit that just came out this year was really, it's a great song, uh, you know, Lean With Me was a great song, All Girls Are The Same, This he had a lot of great songs, but um, yeah, uh, that's that. That's what I wanted to touch on with Juice World's untimely demise. Now, moving on, I guess, you know, to something a little bit more lighthearted. Um, Lizzo. <laughs> and it's funny because I literally just talked about Lizzo last episode before there was really a lot of controversy with her. Now, this week comes and all this shit that Lizzo's doing, it's just everybody's talking about her. Um, there's so many ways to look at this, but I would just... You know, tell you what's happening with Lizzo. So Lizzo, you know, this week she went to a Lakers game with a dress, but it's really like just like a large black shirt on. But it had an is like a circle, like her ass was uncovered, and she was wearing a thong, and she went to a Lakers game looking like this, right? And that wasn't the only thing that was you know crazy about that day. It was kind of just her, you know. Showing her ass. I like twerking with her assless dress or large shirt, whatever you want to call that. And then, you know, during an interview being asked like about Carl Anthony Towns, how she's like really thirsting after him. It was just a lot of shit that was happening with Lizzo during this time. 
And here's what I have to say, because it's fun. like I said, it's funny. I literally talked about Lizzo for no real reason last week, just to talk about, you know, people or her stature, statue, statue, stature, um, with like large women and how, you know, as long as you're not unhealthy, that that's fine. Whatever you wanted to be potty positive, but literally a week later, she shows up to a Lakers game with her ass out. And here's the thing. Here's the problem with this. My problem that I have is just that it's not a cute ass. It's not. It's not like an ass that people want to see. If you were talking about Megan Thee Stallion and she had her ass out like this, nobody would be complaining. People would be loving this. But the fact, and I don't even think it's because Lizzo's fat. I really don't think that's a problem people have with this. You know, there's a lot of reasons people are angry at this. You know, there's the unsanitary aspect of it. It's like, oh, this is so unsanitary. Her sitting, her bare ass in public seats. Okay, that's fine. Um, I understand that. But I think the main problem with this is that Lizzo's ass is not one that you want to look at. You know what I mean? So it's, I, you know, if even from just the pictures or videos that were coming out of it, it wasn't like a like a, 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 a photogenic ass, let's just say that. So I think that's really the problem here. I don't think people would complain if it was somebody who had a beautiful ass. Like I said, Megan Thee Stallion, you know, who else has a beautiful, I mean, Beyonce, uh, Rihanna, like, I don't know, a lot of people, you know, Kim Kardashian, I'm pretty sure she might have done this. But I think it's the fact that the ass is just not a great looking ass that is the issue here. I think that's really what it is. So, you know, I don't have much to say on that other than I think that's a real issue here. Um, I think people just want to see a great looking ass. That's it. I think I don't think it's as complicated as people make it out to say, uh, make it out to be. It's just, you know, I don't know. But it's definitely um it was definitely the cause of controversy. And I guess it's also just like people saying like she's doing too much. She's begging for too much attention with her, you know, with having her ass out like that. And um, I, I, I mean, I guess I understand that. But it's just to me, it's as simple as she's not a great looking ass. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to see it. So why are you showing it? Uh, if it was a great looking ass, I doubt people were talking because I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and they mentioned uh, Rory mentioned um, that if it was Megan Thee Stallion, it still wouldn't be nice. It still wouldn't be cool to do. I'm like, I disagree. I don't think. I don't think there would be a problem with making the Italian did it. I guess, like I'm saying, like, I repeated myself like a hundred thousand times now. But, yeah, I just don't think, I think the problem is just it's not a great looking ass. Um, but, yeah, Lizzo has been doing a lot of crazy stuff recently that is getting a lot of attention for her. And, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really, I'm not mad at it. But it's just like, if we're going to do something like this, then at least, you know, I don't know, make it make make it pleasurable to my eyes that's all all right that's all i wanted to touch on that i mean the carl anthony towns thing is just like people are making memes about it with carl with people like like carl anthony towns are running away from lizzo and not really liking that lizzo's not ugly man lizzo's like she has a very pretty face sure she's large but it's like if you can look over that um my only problem is that yeah I don't want to don't highlight your ass if not so, if it's not something that should be highlighted. That's all. All right, moving on from that. That's all I wanted to say on that. Um, this is a topic that's interesting that could or could not be applying to myself right now, but I'm not really going to touch on it. I'm just, you know, in a broad 
in broad terms, I want to talk about, you know, being with someone who's not over their ex. And I think this is a problem that happens way more often than we realize. Just people don't really talk about it. I can't, you know, because I've already talked to a couple of people that this has happened to where like you start to get you, you start to really fall for someone like the connection is there. But things get complicated when, let's say, the ex comes back or the person starts to realize they're not fully over their ex. And that just causes a lot of problems. So like, the, the, let's say the person that you're with is just like, man, it's just I'm confused. I'm conflicted. I like you, but I, I'm still in love with them because I was, I've been with them for so long. Like, it will take some time for me to get over. And here's my here's why I have to say about that. And again, I think that happens a lot. Here's what I have to say. I think the only the best course of action, let's say if you're in this position, right, when you're with somebody, you really start to really get to know with some, start to fall for somebody, and this seems like it's going great, but then they fucking reveal, oh, I'm, I don't think I'm over my ex. Um, the best course of action, at least for me, for my my idea of the best course of action, would be kind of just like continue the situation, but not restrict yourself to being only with that person. Like you shouldn't give, I don't think you think you should give up on that person if they're still not over their ex. I think that is a common idea, right? Of just like, Oh, she's not over you. Then fuck her. Just, you know, do, do whatever you want. Um, and I mean, I understand that thought that, that, um, that idea, right? Why people would think that it's like, fuck her or fuck him or just whoever you're with. If they're not over their ex, just move on. I understand that, but if you feel like you truly have something special, I think you should kind of just wait it out. But the important part here is that you know that um, the important part is that you not restrict yourself to only being with that person because it's not fair if you, if that person is struggling with their feelings, right? They can't give you a hundred percent because they're still kind of stuck in their ex for you to give them a hundred percent. Even if you think it's worth it to be with them, I think you should just be with them, give them the luxury of time, like have some patience when it comes to them, have fun with them, right? Like not restrict yourself to have fun with that person. Just not restrict yourself to that person. Like do other stuff that to make you feel better. Because it's only fair. If that person is struggling with with their ideas, then let them struggle with it. Don't like try to convince them to get over their ex. Because it's the biggest mistake you can do. Because that's not how people function. When people love somebody, that's love is devoid of any fucking logic or reason. Which are two rappers, which is really funny. But you know, it's devoid of logic or reason. So all you could do is Wait it out because until they make that decision that, okay, I'm no longer over my ex, nothing's going to happen. And you can't, you know, explain it to them. Let's say you're in a relationship with somebody or you're with somebody and you've had the relationship you have with that person is the best they've ever had. They tell you about horrible past relationships. You're just like, or they tell you, they tell you about their ex who's horrible to them. You're just like, um, do you not see that the obvious answer is that you should be with me and not with him? He's horribly abusive. He's this, is that. He obviously isn't the best for you. And I've only been good to you. So obviously you should be with me, right? But that doesn't work. You cannot explain that kind of stuff to somebody 
who is in, still in love with her ex. And it's only normal. I don't think people should take that personal, like, oh, you still in love with your ex? That means you don't like me? Oh, fuck it, fuck it, fuck you, fuck you. I don't care about you anymore. No. I don't think people should take that personally. It should be a thing of like, yeah, that's common sense. That's how the world works. That's what would happen if you are, you know, in a relationship. If somebody's in a relationship with somebody else for a while, they're still going to have feelings. Those feelings just just don't go away uh, in a night and just don't go away because somebody who's better shows up. So I think if you think the relationship, the connection you have with that person is worth it, then I think you should... Be by that person's side, but not restrict yourself to be with only that person. And look, there's the other thing. It's like, if let's say you decide to, you know, start talking or dating other women while this is happening, there is the risk of like, oh, maybe you will fall in love with somebody else and fall out of the, out of love with them. Hey, whose fault is that? It wouldn't be yours. It would be the person because they're the ones who are not sure what they want. You are, but they're not, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, you know, if that does happen, it happens. But, you know, and as sad as that would be to, like, fall out of love with somebody you feel that you have a true connection with and fall in love with somebody else, hey, that's life. And whose fault would that be? No no one's. It wouldn't be yours. It would be the other person's for, you know, not being ready to be with you. So, yeah, that's just my thoughts on that being. And like I said, being with someone who's not over their ex, I, that's a problem. Man, that's a problem a lot of people go through, I bet. And not a lot of people talk about. So, you know, I just wanted to touch on that because I'm sure that's a real issue that happens. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that on that. That's what I wanted to touch on with that topic. All right, moving on to something else. I don't have much to say about this, but hey, I just included it because what the fuck? Um, Eminem and Nick Cannon are beefing right now. Um, they're mainly beefing because Nick Cannon said Eminem got his sloppy seconds. Eminem dropped a verse on Fat Joe's song, dissing Nick Cannon. Then Nick Cannon dropped a diss track to Eminem. Then Eminem tweeted to started tweeting back and forth with Nick Cannon on Twitter. Then Nick Cannon dropped a second diss track. I haven't heard one fucking thing out of this beef because who gives a fuck? Hey, this is the most boomer fucking beef I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) If I want to use that word, boomer beef, this is the most boomer beef I've ever seen in my fucking life. Who cares about this fucking beef? It's like done. You know, Nick Cannon isn't a great rapper. I don't want to hear his goddamn diss tracks. And Eminem, you know, it's possible his verse was good, but it's like... This is the least interesting fucking beef I've ever seen in my life. It's really it's really not interesting whatsoever. I just wanted to... I mean, I wanted to mention it because, like, hey, you know, these two mother old-ass motherfuckers are beefing. Sure, but it's like... Again, this is the most boomer beef I've ever seen in my life. No one gives a fuck about this beef. Only old people care. Or, like, Eminem diehard fans. That's it. It's like... Who gives a fuck about this? This is the most uninteresting beef ever. It's like, no, it's not. It's not scathing at all. It's a trash diss. It's a trash beef. Like you know, who would have thought? Like if you think about like the big people that would beef, who would have thought that Nick Cannon and Eminem beef would be less interesting than the Tory Lanez and Join the Lucas beef? That one had legitimately good music, legitimately good bars. This one's like fucking old people fighting. 
Again, the most boomer beef of all time. Just wanted to mention that real quick, I guess. There's, there isn't much to it other than fuck this beef. It, this is a trash beef and nobody should give a fuck about it. All right, and moving on from that, another piece of news that's really not interesting whatsoever, but I just wanted to include some pop culture shit in this. Um, Iggy Azalea is pregnant with Cardi's, with Playboy Cardi's kid. Um, what is there to say about this? Really nothing. There's truly absolutely zero to talk about this other than the fact that it's like, it's still weird. It's still fucking dumbfounding that I'm still dumbfounded, not the rapper. I'm still dumbfounded that these two are together, let alone have a kid. What the fuck is Iggy Azalea and Playboy Cardi's kid is going to look like? I mean, look, you know, Iggy Azalea is, she's beautiful. There's no denying that. And Playboy Cardi is, um, you know, handsome. He's a handsome guy. Um, their worlds are just so wildly different. Like, how the fuck is Iggy Azalea connected to Playboy Cardi at all? Like, Iggy Azalea makes the most white girl rap music. And then black Playboy Cardi, I guess, makes the most white girl rap music. Ooh! Maybe that's the connection. They both appeal to white girls who love rap. That's the fucking connection right there. Alright, never mind. I figured it out. But, yeah, I'm just kind of confused. You know, Cardi, you know this was an accident. Cardi didn't want to have a fucking kid with Iggy Azalea. You know, I'm assuming here, obviously, but I really think Playboy Cardi wanted to have a kid with Iggy Azalea. You know, he wanted to fuck Iggy Azalea, obviously, but a kid? This is definitely an accident, but this has have to be this has got to be the most interesting celebrity pairing I've ever seen in my life. This is ridiculous. This is crazy. I can't even believe these two are an item, but whatever. All right, that's all I wanted to say. Talk, touch on that. I mean, not I flew, I flew through those two topics. Um, uh, yeah, that's that on that. And then the last topic I want to talk about for this episode is about people who can't take a joke, and the people who obvious because there's a lot of people who can't take a joke. And the craziest thing, some of them justify them not being able to take a joke by saying, "Oh." I, you know, I can, I can take a joke. I just can't take disrespect. That's like a popular phrase that I've seen a lot. It was like a lot of jokes are just disguised as jokes, but they're really disrespect. No, motherfucker. They're just jokes. There's so many t- jokes that are jokes, but people get offended and they think it's disrespect. Nah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It, it, there's not to be, you know, offended by. It's just a joke. People get offended so easily, man. It's like, and I hate that they're like, that they think that they can take a joke. They just don't take disrespect. Hey, sometimes disrespect things. Yo, jokes. Oh my God. People are fucking stupid. Sometimes disrespect can be funny and you can make a joke that's disrespectful, but that's funny. And that's my, those are my favorite kind of jokes. If I'm being honest, like, you know. One of my favorite jokes of like this, the past two years, I don't know when the fuck I, I, I read this joke, but when triple X passed, right? Some, and this was like a uh, two or three days after his passing somebody on Twitter, there was like an article that went around and said triple X after his death has uh, passed Taylor Swift with record sales of to be number one in the charts or some shit like that. And then somebody retweeted that article and said, damn, even after death, Triple X is beating women. 
Now, look, I can understand. Maybe that is a little disrespectful and a little untaste, distasteful. But if you're looking at that joke objectively, that's a funny fucking joke. That's a witty and smart joke that has play on words and shit. It's like, it's a funny joke. I don't care. Look, I don't care if how you feel about Triple X or how you feel about what he did or if you want to defend him or if you want to, you know, condemn him. That's a funny joke. So it's like, you know, I understand and look, th- those are specifically the kind of jokes that these people, like mainly women, a lot of women, I would say, um, that those are the kind of jokes that they hear. It was like, that's disrespectful. I can take a joke. I don't take disrespect. Well, that is a joke. That's a very funny joke. You're just taking it, you know, you're getting offended by it. But yeah, I hate those people who can't really take a joke and then they try to say it's because the joke is disrespectful. Yeah, the joke is disrespectful, but it's still a joke. It's not disrespect. It's a joke if it's funny. If it's really funny and there's a structure to it, it's a joke, you know? Now, some things aren't jokes. Like, if you're just like, oh, you stupid as shit. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's the blatant disrespectfulness. But I doubt that's what these people are talking about. Because that's a clear disrespect. There's no joke in that. But a funny joke is a funny joke. I don't care if you take it as disrespect or if it is meant to disrespect. It's funny. So that's that's all that I um, care about when it comes to that. Um, all right, that I kind of flew through that and didn't cough one time. Maybe I'm not sick anymore. That would be crazy because I've been so sick, man. This past couple episodes, I mean, you will see that I've been fucking sick as shit. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's that for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. That was a pretty good one, actually. I was I didn't mind it. Kind of flew. It flew by. It was, it was, I really liked it. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. The way we end every episode is by a segment I like to call the aux where I play songs that I've been listening to recently. Um, sadly in the wake of, um, Juice World's death, I've been listening to a song they put out legends, which is kind of creepy in how much it kind of predicted his future, but it's just a great song overall. And just, you know, it's just a great song to remember Juice World by. Uh, so I'm going to be playing that. Legends by Juice World. Like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. I usually don't speak on shit like this. Ain't nobody else saying shit. I usually have an answer to the question, but this time I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. I usually have an answer to the question, but this time I'm gonna be quiet.